I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, April 12th, 2021. My name is Dan Broskell, sitting next to my good friend, Dave Geller. And Dave, finally, after much, much anticipation, who's on the pod today for episode 52? We've been waiting for this for a while, and we've been teasing our listeners, all of them, <laughs> with uh, my good oh, friend, um, and now Dan's new friend from from, uh, from uh, Auburn, Maine, Dana Bureau. TB! Good afternoon, gentlemen. Dana Bureau, welcome to Honored the pod. To be with you today. It's I've heard a lot about this, and I've seen snippets of this as well. Seen on the snippets. So four four decades of Geller and Bureau friendship is going to be surfaced here in bits and pieces. I think. Um, Dana, welcome. Pleasure as always. Dana, currently in Hollister, Massachusetts, if I'm not mistaken. That would be correct. Yeah, Pride, lived, right. Lived here for about 14 years. Pride of Route 126. Played many a youth travel soccer game and basketball game out there. Oh, yeah. um, not to not to toot your horn, Dana, but I, I I pulled the LinkedIn profile, Dave. Yes. And, and here's what I read. Yes. I don't even know half of it means. Dun, da, da, da. Dana is, in his own words, I might I might add, <laughs> awesome. Top a top performer, <laughs> offering coveted experience in sales, execution, leadership, management, consulting, and global IT system transformation program delivery, specializing in roles insisting on jump-starting category-defining emerging growth stage companies, resulting in excellence totaling $2.7 billion to date. Dave, what does that mean? That's the largest run-on sentence I've ever heard. It um, gets better. It gets... Um, is it grammatically correct? What does it There's mean? A lot, of, no, actually, a lot of ings in there. Actually, before the pod, I, I asked Dana to, to tell Dan and I what he actually does, and we're still, we're still wondering. I think he sent an email address in response. There we go. What else does Dana do? If, oh, thank you for asking. Uh, he hunts and closes a first set of early adopters seeking first mover advantage, as do, as do we all. Calibrates the organization cross-functionality around GTM. Uh, product and common value narrative and validate sales and customer success models in motion scripting a playbook that others follow. But that is not why Dana is here. Dana actually, actually, before, not why Dana before is we here. go to Dan, ask me what I do for work. What do you do for work? I work in a doctor's office. There we go. And I work, <laughs> and I work for the, I work for the town. Um, but before that, as, as some of us know, as we'll gather pretty quickly, Dana did go to ELHS with both Dave and Jen, uh, played hockey at Bowdoin a little bit, uh, coached in La Jolla, California with the Harbor Seals and now lives in Hollister with his wife and two awesome kids. Dana, pleasure to have you. If you could take all that we just said and distill it down to like two sentences, what the hell do you do? I sell software. Boom. Yeah. All right. Oh, done. Done. It was one sentence. Excellent. Mic drop. I, I remember when I think, I think, I forget what company you were, if this was the company you were at now or before when I asked you what you did. And you said, you know how when you, when the, you know, when your broker in the morning gets all the information from Wall Street and the stocks and all that stuff, but we're the ones that get all the information together so they have it in the morning to, to distribute. Is that what you still do? Is that something different? I, I think you're mistakenly, mistaking me with somebody else. I, <laughs> I do that, that nothing like that. All right. There we go. All right. And you work for Ocrelis. Ar- Ar- no. Yeah, so Ocrelis is a New York City-based uh, startup. And I was introduced to them through a board member who was aware of my, uh, my skill set. 
which, you, which we just read, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so, so Oculus, I, when I was looking at it this morning, I was trying to find definition of Oculus because I think when you have a brand, right, it's supposed to mean something. And, you know, you and I, we went to ELHS, right? Edward Little High School, right? And our mascot was the Red Eddies, right? Which some people thought was just a, their mascot was either like a, like an Eddie, like a tidal pool or something, or like a ghost. Like we didn't really have a good... It was just so, ever little. So, what is Oculus like? If that, what is what what I, what I, what is that? Well, I think the um, the brand is a take on the first three letters: OCR, optical character recognition. Hmm. Period. Which is not a new technology, but we've um, we fixed it. Let's put it that way. Really? There you go. I, I kind of imagine like an octopus. That's what me. I yeah, it's it's not yeah. a very good name. I I think we should rebrand ourselves for so the Eddies. The Eddies. Make yourself the Eddies. Eddies. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Okay, not. What, what's Hawson? Is it um, is it the health? What's Hawson's mascot? It's a panther. The Hawson Panthers. And then Zaverian is a hawk. Well, we knew that. We knew that just from the Herald Sports section ad nauseum. Um, so Dana's got two kids. He's got a junior at Halston High and a freshman at Zabarian. Is that correct? Yes, correct. All right, all right. Any, any inklings about uh, uh, older daughter's plans for the future? What does she want to do, go, be, strive, succeed in? Yeah, I, I think she wants to be in the medical profession. Oh. Nurse of some sort, which I am encouraging. Yep. And uh, I'm excited because I'm going on my first college tour next month with her. Nice. Oh, wow. Where are you going? We're flying out to Cincinnati to see Miami of Ohio. Then we're going to drive over to Indiana to see, or Bloomington, I should say, to see the University of Indiana. We've got a bunch of things in April during break, but those are local. You know, some of the, like UMass, UNH. So she's not looking at, she's not going to the untouchable main schools, such as Bowdoin, where you went, which some people couldn't even get into now. She, she wants it. So <laughs> anybody could get into it when I went, though. That's what you're saying, Dave. No, uh, no, 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 no. It was tough. It was tough back then. And uh, yeah. no, it's no, now it's like untouchable. Like Bates, right? When Bates was next door and we would, I was like, I'm not going to, a, I'm like a townie. I'm not going to Bates College. I went to Brandeis instead. I can, I, I think Brandeis is way, is easier to get into than Bates right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's uh, it's certainly uh, shifted a bit. Um, no, I think she's looking for a bigger school, and and I, I I'm just not sure the the uh, the classic liberal arts that you know that school offered was going to be what of of interest to her. I, I love the fact that she knows and seems to be focused on what she wants to do. So, well, big news in our house is, as I think you both know, is uh, James, as I teased last week, did officially declare he's going to Brandeis. So uh, we went. Yeah, Down on uh, Wednesday morning, Tuesday morning, bought some swag, new sweatshirts and T-shirts, posted a picture, which became toot toot, the most liked and commented picture in the history of my uh, history of 12 Facebook. years of Facebook. Facebook, 600 comments and likes. And, oh, so uh, we're happy about that, obviously. And moving on to the next phase in James' so the, life. So we're very excited so about the, that. The big question is, because I was a, um, a Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity and Dan was an AE Pi fraternity. Which one, um, which, on which, oh one which one James, James may join? But course. speaking about people like, oh, you were a fraternity at Brandeis. How was that? Well, it wasn't like a fraternity that Dana Bureau was in at um, Broden, right? That was a little bit more intense, a little bit more reality. <laughs> reality? I don't know what reality was. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was uh, in a a program called Theta Delta Chi, a fraternity called Theta Delta Chi, where, program. you know, it, it, it was, the culture was very strong at Bowdoin back, back in the day, but it's no longer 
a part of the university or the college, I should say. So they, they've been banded for good. Uh, probably because uh, of the work that you did back in the day. There were some legendary pilgrimages to Bowdoin by select members of the Brandeis crowd, usually via Michael Traster. There you go. He's uh, a good name, yeah. And his pals. And I, I've made some trips down to see him. I, I recall seeing you, Dave, there as well. Yeah, I, I remember I remember our parties had a much cleaner floor, which you didn't have to wear work boots in. So you so you so you so you uh, didn't have to clean your shoes when you left. But so is it the, the allegation then is that Brandeis was cleaner than Bowdoin? No, I think that Bowdoin was cleaner than Brandeis. Parties were a little bit more um, tame. Yeah, I'd say it's funny, fun, fun. But it's funny. we were driving around campus last week, and I'm like, oh, here's the mods, which you hear Geller talk about all the time. Like they're still pretty dumpy and haven't changed a bit. So little known fact is that you know your daughter's going into nursing right but you you didn't you start pre-med at Bowdoin initially yeah they got weeded out i want to say it with uh, physical <laughs> chemistry in the first uh, first semester oh my god <laughs> well, well more, more on this later uh, as we get back to dana's uh, personal explorations and journeys but you know since we last spoke dave good to see you on a weekly basis now uh, a lot has happened uh first comment are the red sox the best team in baseball i would have to say no dana bureau I haven't watched enough baseball yet. Oh, well, they lost their first three, embarrassing, I, and they run off six in a row, and J.D. has uh, hit three homers yesterday after return from COVID. So don't sleep on the Sox. And um, James's new favorite player is Kike Hernandez because he says he's he's scrappy, he wears number five, and he's also a good-looking dude. I'm like, James, in. I'm in with Kike Hernandez. So let's go Sox. Very I mean, exciting. I think James has described himself. Indeed. I usually have to, bluntly, I usually have to wait until hockey season is over to really zero in on socks. Well, big hockey news, Dana. Uh, Taylor Hall joining the Bruins. How do you feel about that? Ten years after the Sagan or Hall debate, now we're coming full circle. Are you optimistic well, about the former MVP? Well, we have him for a year, so yep. <laughs> we'll never pay him the money he'll get. Paying half of the salary that he's due from whomever, right? So it's a good investment, perhaps, right? They needed help. Well, they only lost eight to one yesterday. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they could use some more firepower on the offensive yeah. line. Well, they were in a pretty tough goalie situation, too. Indeed, but, indeed. So you, you still watch a lot of hockey, professional hockey? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a junkie for that sport. And I'll always go to sports before I go to anything else on TV. Sure. You still playing hockey? I play in some, some leagues around. Is he being humble, Dave? Is he being humble? I play in some leagues, you know, just a couple, couple uh, of leagues. Dana, Dana plays a lot of hockey. I mean, Dana <laughs> is, you know, Dana is actually a pretty multi oh, hold, hold, hold on, Dave. How big is Dana? I want, I want a height and weight estimate. What does he remember? This, I have no idea how big Dana is. If I had to guess, I don't know. Yeah. I would say Dana is going to be like uh, 5'11", uh, you know, 185. That's my guess. 5'11", 185. Am I close? Um, Dave, what do you think? I'm going to say Dana's five nine, maybe five ten, yeah. um, and probably about one, probably about one eighty five. You know, yeah. I mean, that's gonna, playing weight or where he is now? Well, you know, Dana, I was going to say Dana is actually has kept his physique pretty well, if not gotten better with age. Oh, hey. Just saying that from one friend to another. I mean, Dana's stayed. Dana comes from some good genetics, actually. I'd say, um, you know, and he's got some. He's got. He's got a good build. And he's maintaining. He's very active still. I think he's all probably right, so of, of all my let's friends. See where he is. Where is he? What do we got? I'm at I'm at five six. Five I'm six. At, I'm five, short. Six. Well, I just turn that nine upside down. You're not short. You just as as Kevin Garnett once said, is looking down at me. He's not. You just said you're not short. You're just not tall. So <laughs> so uh, all good. And you're rolling in like about one sixty. What do we got? I, uh, I'm at 155. You're so, kidding. Boom. That's oh you're Jack still. You're still jacked, you know? But it's a ripped 155. It's a ripped 155. I, I do a lot of CrossFit. 
every day. Oh, hey. You know, when you see those guys doing the um, the push-up challenge or the whatever challenge, I mean, Dana really owns those. Things, I saw right? that on his Facebook, yeah. the push-up challenge so. with some camo shorts. I did see that. Yeah. So Rock I'm really, on. I'm kind of into the that cult, if you will. Okay. I find it's really reshaped my existence physically and mentally. More importantly. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big, big statement. Where, where do you do that? Holliston or somewhere around there? Yeah, there's a great... You're a great job. I'll put a plug in firewall fitness. It used to be firewall cross CrossFit firewall, but you know, a lot of the fire, a lot of the CrossFit gyms sort of dropped that name. Right. Uh, as of last year. So it's um, a couple of young guys from town. They're world-class athletes. Right. Yep. And they coach the hell out of us. And that's why I do it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's sort of a group event. And there's a lot of coaching, not unlike what Jen does, Dave, with the yoga, right? Yeah, yeah. He's there helping positioning. So it's very, the emphasis was on form. And I did, I was really worried about getting hurt. But then, you know, to my, to my surprise, it, it's, it's been great. It's, it's made me physically much stronger than I ever was. So, so, so last week we were talking about some um, restaurants have closed in Maine due to COVID. And one of them is the Gritty McDuff's, which was right across from No Tomatoes, the old No Tomatoes, which was right next to Body, was a Body Works? What's that gym? Body that Works, yeah. Body Works. Like you, that was one of the first main like big gyms. And you, I remember you used to go there. Cause I remember one time, I think I remember to have this, have this little pair of red shorts that you, that you had from there. <laughs> It kept you in shape then. <laughs> I can't believe you're talking about the red shorts. Oh my god, it's a great seventeen. <laughs> but they were like little, like these shorts were like the like the little short shorts. Like they, short like, shorts are coming back. You watch the like, tournament. They're like little booty, shorts. like little booty shorts. <laughs> they they Ten bucks says they don't see ads on Facebook for booty shorts because it's funny. Have you ever seen? Right now. Dan, have you, does you ever seen Dave's softball, uh, softball, excuse me, soccer pictures? We all <laughs> I haven't seen those shorts. pictures, actually. Come on, Dave. You didn't, oh. you haven't told him about how you stole a kid's jersey. And then oh, that's a good story. Well, let's no. hear that story uh, right about now, David or Dana. What's the, what happened? Don't what know this? that one, Dave. Well, let's just go back a little bit. No, 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 no. I want to lead into this actually, because, because with Dana on the pod, I was reflecting on this a little bit. I was thinking about, you know, my really good friends from Auburn and how they came into my life. And I remember in a couple big game changes with me were people that I met on the way. And it was sixth grade when I met Dana and we, and when that's in, in, at uh, Central High School, right? The, which was the old Edward Little High School. Yep. And, and we became friends, we played soccer together. And that was like a turning point in my life, I'd say when I was, you know, making like real friends and with like, like really nice people. And you were one of those people that kind of took me, you know, as a friend, I really appreciate that. And it was a stepping stone from there. But then you think about soccer, which was another huge turning point in my life. And my freshman, just quickly, if I can do this quickly, is freshman year, I played soccer, freshman with all of you guys um, in high school. Sophomore year, I made JV and you guys all moved up to varsity, my good friends. And I got cut. And I was like, I did not have a good year. And I didn't play junior year. I'm like, I'm not going to play junior year. And it was guys like Dana. Um, who said, you got to come back and play senior year. And I wasn't going to do it, but I did it because you asked me to, you know, you and some other guys. And I was a, um, I played fullback and I was, uh, I would go, I was a sub. It was totally fine with me. Um, but there was, we were going to a game, like second or third game, might've been Greeley or Bonnie Eagle right in the bus. And all of a sudden a really good friend, right fullback, Dan King says, oh, I forgot my shirt. And I was like, Dan, you can use mine. And Coach Morin, right, who also was your hockey coach, great guy, which we could do a whole pod on, um, turned around and said, hey, 
you go on a shirt, you can't play. Gala, you're starting. And I was like, gulp, you know, and, and, you, and I think you, I think you might've patted me on the back, you know, and I remember running out there for, for the, for the uh, game. I actually think about right now it's um, a little emotional and, you know, and I jogged out on, I jogged out with the varsity team out on the field to play, to start. And I remember my mom on the stand, like her, her stance, her jaw dropped, like what is going on? You know, and I had, I had a really good game. And after that, I was, I was a starter, you know, I, I, yes. I and Dan was very humble and, and he would sub for me. Um, but that was a big turning point in my life because that gave me a lot of confidence. So that's that's the story. Sliding doors. Wow. Yeah. Missing jersey. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, so the rumor is that I stole the jersey. <laughs> so to, get, to get in the field. <laughs> I remember at one point saying, okay, Dave, you can give Dan's jersey back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, it was it, it, that that period of, in life was just phenomenal, right? Um, we had a, it, 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 that epitomized a team to me. You know, we'd get together on Friday nights you know, prepare for the game Saturday, meet before the game for lunch, whatever, you know, it's just like a lot of, a lot of good memories from soccer. Yeah. I mean, um, you, cause you were a captain. I remember um, we had a great run that year. We made the semifinals in the States, but we were, uh, we were at a practice one time. We got there early for practice. As you said, we're coming there early and we're just hanging around and you're like, Hey, <laughs> let's go in the cornfield. And there's a cornfield next to the, um, next to the uh, field there. This is, it was all farmland. And we're in the cornfield just hanging around. And we're like, hey, it's time for practice. And we all came jogging out of the cornfield in like two lines led by you and uh, maybe Joey, if I, who our other captain was, or maybe Ricker. And we came out and the coach was there with the balls. He was like, where is everybody? All of a sudden we came out of that, we can't coach more. And we came out of the cornfield. And he was like, when I saw you guys come out of that cornfield, I knew you were ready. So it was. <laughs> so the court, who'd you lose in the semifinals? It was uh, Cape Elizabeth, I think. And we played in Brunswick. We played at Bowdoin College. Wow. Was, corner, and we lost on corner kicks, I think it was. Yeah, too, yeah right? we lost in overtime. And, yeah. uh, they they pro they won the states, I'm sure. They were rich kids. Know, the rich kids from wow. you know. Well, you know, speaking <laughs> speaking of so now now you don't know this, Dana. kids, or at least <laughs> my brother Andrew Scott, a little, a little more rough on the river. Um, you know, just Dave's long-standing dream is to own a bowling alley, Dana. Do you know that? I did not know that. That mm. in a bar, the bar, bar. Well, style. I got some good news for both of you. All right, you ready for this? No. After nine years without a buyer. Andy Couture selling spare time recreation bowling alley in Auburn, Maine. Oh, Looking for a buyer. Oh, 12 candle pin lanes, 22 10 pin lanes, and six <laughs> employees. Bowling league seven days, seven days a week in the winter. It is time. I'm in. You're on the market, I'm, I'm, guys. On the market, 125 grand. It's probably worth twice that. Go. I'm not. Go. Okay. Go. I, I'm, I'm like 90% serious. <laughs> I know Dave is. Yeah, I know no, he is. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. Where did I find this? You asked. Oh, I found it in the Sun Journal again. Again, in the Sun Journal. I was there this morning. Big news. You can pull up a lot of good news. Investment on. opportunity on the Andrew Scoggin. Let's go. Hey, do you save all your clippings when you when you were in high school, Dana? Do you save like because you know you were in the paper a lot for sports, right? Like, did you you played you played hockey, soccer, baseball, baseball right? Yeah, kept me busy. You a catcher in baseball? Were you second? I was a catcher. Yeah. Five, five, six. He's, He's a catching. man. He's a He's man. Catching. Catching. Dana, Dana was a great, a great. You know, I wasn't afraid of the ball. <laughs> I, I what, what, yeah. well, that, that's probably a pretty good thing oh my gosh yeah. um rumor, so rumor has it that in, in your work then you you travel a lot is that true or false yeah i've always traveled i i mean i started hitting the road it was a while ago 1993 after grad school and i worked for uh at the time was called anderson consulting it's now accenture sure. And I was a management consultant for almost seven years. 
before I moved to sales and startups. So I always had to travel. I mean, Monday through Friday, I was always on an airplane. I used to fly somewhere Monday, come home Thursday night or Friday. And I did that for, for the entire period with Anderson. For a while there, I, I didn't have, um, I didn't really have an apartment. I, I used to rent a room with a good buddy of mine and David's, Ricker Love, who talk of legendary athletes. You should have That's him. His name was Ricker Love? Ricker Love, yeah. What Ricker. a name. Oof. You could do anything with that name. Exactly. He did. <laughs> he was a very talented athlete, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, I just traveled and then eventually I landed in San Francisco and I could fly home every weekend, but it was too damn far. So I just, you know, stayed in my apartment there because I used to get corporate apartments. And that's where I met my wife. There we go. Um, you ever do international travel or just mostly domestic stuff for business development? Um, I spent nine months in Korea. So Seoul, Korea, Busan, working with, uh, with Samsung. Um, I've run teams out of Europe that, you know, so I manage a team in Denmark as an example. So I used to periodically go there. And then uh, one of the startups was a company called Semmel, which uh, was rather interesting, a a lot of fun actually, but hard as hell was uh, it was, it was a group of founders out of Oxford university. So I used to spend every third or fourth week in the UK and then fly around Europe with, um, for sales meetings with the founder who was a tenured professor from Oxford. Hmm. And then that, that company got bought by Microsoft. GitHub it's called. I heard about that. Viewers um, will know have, what GitHub is. Have you been to uh, Israel, Dana Bira? Been to Tel Aviv? I've never been to Israel, but I work for an Israeli, Israeli sorry guys, yeah. uh, technical company uh, or cybersecurity company called Imperva. Sure. And I have a lot of friends who, were from Israel. I never had a chance. You would love, you and Geller, get on the plane, hop over to Tel Aviv. I'll show you around. You'd love it. It's great. Book it. After we buy the bowling alley, we'll get right on that. (laughs) Or or before, or before. Um, Where's a place that you haven't been that you want to go? You know what I mean? Other than Tel Aviv, you know? Alaska. Alaska. Never been to Alaska. I've been to 48 out of 50 states. Hmm. What's the other one you haven't been to? Hawaii. Really? Never been to Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, neither, Dave hasn't either. I'm over three on the Hawaii. Here. I've been to like six places, but six I've been states. To all the other states because I drove across country three times. So I and I've traveled a lot. So sure, sure. Um, yeah, get, get, let's make it happen. I, I, I want to go. I want to go Dubai, as Dave knows. So that that's on my list as well. So cool. that's all I'm saying about that. You, you've been to Japan or just Korea? Uh, Japan once, but it was when I was in Korea, we used to take weekend trips. Nothing. I've only, yeah, you, you know, how much Dave loves planes. This is all like fantasy for Geller. Yeah. I might go there. Never. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's, uh, what's your favorite airport? Ooh. He likes that. He likes that. Or, or conversely, what's the worst airport? Probably Logan. Oh, ouch. Nice. Ouch. That's harsh. Uh, I, I like I, I like Heathrow, I would say, in London. I think it's, you know, awesome. It's just modern, right? You know. 
Um, Mark Bornstein, Mark Bornstein would agree with us about that one. Mark Bornstein yeah. loves he loves going to the lounge early and pre-gaming before the flights and yep. then taking the and then yep. taking the puddle the jumpers. There we go. Right. The lounges in Europe are tremendous. You know, like the executive lounges, which I'm lucky enough to usually slip in there. You know? <laughs> um, hockey. So did you coach hockey in, in La Jolla? Is that what you're doing out there when you were postgraduate? What, what were you doing? What were you doing? <laughs> the Harbor Seals, baby. The Harbor Seals in La Jolla. I've seen them in my own eyes. They're beautiful. They sun themselves on the rocks. No, I was. I taught U.S. history, art history yep. at a school called La Jolla Country Day School. Just because? Well, just because after college, I became a teacher. And yep. I did that just for a couple of years. Yep. I taught at a school in Connecticut called Taft. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boarding school, pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty awesome. Like, what am I doing here? Teaching these kids, right? And then <laughs> I, I actually, it, it only got better with La Jolla Country Day. Um, great, great place. Had some, you know, had some people who are known now, bluntly, like the, the governor of Colorado went to La Jolla Country Day School. Oh, Paul, hey, here we go. Here we Jared go. Pulse. Is it Jared? Paul's. I had, a, I had a brushes with greatness question for later, but thanks for preempting. That's pretty cool. All right. All right. Former Heisman Trophy winner. How's that? Who's that? Who is that? Rick Olaf. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's sad, uh, but Rashawn Salam. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. For him. So, yeah, he, he, ended up, he ended up going to Colorado. To Colorado, right. Yeah. yeah. And won the Heisman and then played for the Bears. And then, uh, he um he's not long he's no longer with us. Right, right. Yeah, so it was tough, tough, tough. So, so I'm I'm picturing you like Robin Williams and Dead Poets Society, right? But I but I can see you like saying, "Class, please open your history books to page 46." And a student raises the hand and they say, and you say, "Yes." And they say, "Mr. Bureau, I'm way smarter than you." And you say, "Yes, you are." Page 46, please. That's pretty much how it went. We had a lot of kids go to Harvard and Stanford, and you know, and Bowden. What I, I think another guy who I'll mention because uh, we're, we're still in touch is Mark Newberger or Mark Dare, who, if you are of, uh, if you like Shark Tank, he was a top five uh, ever to be sort of a participant on that. And then he went with the QVC lady. I don't know these people's names. I can't remember her name. Lori. Lori. There you go. Gala knows it. <laughs> I love that. I love that show. I love that. I watch that show every Friday. But, you know, he 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 got on the show, and they're they're always on like the specials and stuff like that. I still see him on the show. So it was, what's one of his big products? What's one of his products? It's called Drop Stop. This is good marketing for him, right? Drop Stop. It's the little thing you put between your seat and a center. Oh, I, love, I know that thing. I, my phone always goes down there. I saw that thing. Yeah, Maybe we'll get a sponsor now. Maybe we'll sponsor our podcast because of That's you. That's a great idea. Oh I, am gonna, I am going to, I'll send them a, a, a Facebook post with you guys and say, look, you, these guys might, Movers might and help shakers. You. Yeah, tell them I, I, I was going to use my phone for the pod, but it was stuck between the seats of my car if I had bought his product. So, well, Lori ended up getting them, getting them in the big box stores like yeah. Walmart. And prior to that, they were, you know, they were hustling it out of their car, basically. Still, but they had done, they had turned several million um, just doing it out of their car. So it's a pretty, pretty fun story. What I, what I enjoy about Mark most is uh, he called me out of the blue and, and thanked me for being his teacher. True really? story. 
it, it meant so much. It meant so much to me. And that's how we got reacquainted. That's you know, his, his academic skills were a suspect <laughs> and, and um, I, that's, is that a polite way to say it? Uh, he was smart, but he always you might did not want to send him the pod. You might not want to do the send of the pod thing. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd be like, yeah, it's I, I end up just fine. Thanks buddy. So just a quick, on, uh, on that note, like if you, um, you're thinking back to a teacher you had like in high school, right? If you had to thank someone right now or send them, send them anybody coach, you know, teacher, who, who, who would you, who would you reach out to? You know, I think Mr. Morin meant a lot to me, right? He, I, he coached me in two sports and I have a, I, I do believe that the playing field is the best classroom at that age. You know, yeah. I think, especially from a team sport perspective and, and we've, we, we were parts of Dave, we were part of a special team then. And I felt like that just carried over for hockey and, and baseball. So say Mr. Morin was one. I, I was always a fan of Al Harvey. Hmm. Right. Mr. Harvey. Yeah. The famous fan. Yeah. Um, he was a, he was he was he was science teacher, right? Yeah. No, Matt. Yeah, science. Now, Mr. Moore was a great guy, right? Not only was it he was our gym teacher in sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, right? Moved to the, to the new, <laughs> new middle school with us, and he was our co your coach in soccer and, and hockey. Great guy. Yeah, retired. Yeah, he he's, he was a he he definitely I think molded us a lot. Um, yeah, that was I, actually. I always, uh... I, I always liked this is a random one. Yeah, you, you, do you have Mr. Kimball in ninth grade? Very hard English teacher, and yeah, I just recall not being able to speak English, so it, it was a challenge, very much a challenge for me, and and uh, I felt like he sort of set set me straight, you know, really challenged me and and uh, forced me to kind of respond, improve. I don't know, just it's good. Speaking of English, um, you know, we grew, you grew up in New Auburn, right? In Auburn, Maine, right? New Auburn, which is a, a very French Canadian area, right? Wait a minute. What's, what's the difference? Well, it's, a, it's like it's like, like it's, a neighborhood. Yeah, it's like okay. it's like Newton. It's like Newton Highlands, right? Newton Center, sure. Right? Am I right or wrong with that? So you in, in New Auburn? I don't know if it's the same zip code, different zip code, but look. Yeah, no, I, same zip code. Yeah, so, so where I'm going with this is, is I come down to Massachusetts, right? And you do, you do too. And you meet people and they say their French names way differently than we said them growing up, right? Like I've, I've met someone who said, I'm, I'm Tom Baruby. I'm like, no, 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 you're saying your name wrong. It's Baruby, right? Like, <laughs> right, or I, I'm, I'm uh, like, we were just talking about someone that who's Lefevre, his name is Lefevre. I'm like, we knew Reynold Lefevre, right? Like all these names, right? Like, do you, do you correct people, you know, when you're down here or do you, are we, were they, who's saying it right or wrong? I, I don't correct people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're saying your name wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're saying your name wrong. I can see Geller doing that. That's like Dubois uh, versus Dubois. Yeah. Those. I mean, look, it's French Canadian community. My four grandparents came from Quebec. We had to speak French Canadian with them growing up. And uh, that was just, you know, I think people moved to New Auburn. It was predominantly French Canadian, very close to the synagogue. I could yeah. see the synagogue from New Auburn. 
I was never invited to the synagogue. Oh, ouch. <laughs> we have, our, we have, our, we have our roles, Dana. Well, I'll have you know, boys. Quick research on New Auburn. Dave, Dave and Dana, you're both correct. It's the New Auburn lies across the Bernard Lown Peace Bridge. What is that? Near the confluence of the Androscoggin and Little Androscoggin uh, Rivers. The tightening community called Danville was uh, formerly housed shoe mills and French Canadian immigrants. It's like Great Fire 1933 destroyed 250 structures, in which case New Auburn was then built and the French on the ashes Canadian. of the fire of 1933. <laughs> there we go. So, Love that. So that, the bridge, that the New Auburn Bridge, like the little bridge, I was like by, like, by the synagogue, Progressive Bakery. Bernard Lound? So Bernard Lound, do you know Dana? Like Lound? No, the I, I don't know who that is. So Bernard Lound is, a fam is, is from, I think, Auburn, and he is a famous cardiologist um i went to actually brandeis with his grandson i think so is Lown named after Lown at brandeis i'm not the sure Lown it was dave Lown. Must be. um but he, so too, yeah. he was part i think yeah he was a very famous guy he might be part of the um famium heart study group too i'm not sure but he's a very famous he just died last month oh isn't that all weird you think about that oh right my gosh. Just, we just brought him up and he developed the defibrillator. Bam. Bernard Lown. and he has a little bridge his little binky dink bridge he was born sorry baruch Baruch Luck. Baruch His Luck. name is Baruch. From Lithuania. It's a Jewish bridge in Maine. He went to University of Maine, right? Right there. What is this? Like, yeah. That Dave, that's the big bridge to Lewiston, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I, oh, he's got a bigger bridge than just that little bridge. He <laughs> got a little bridge over the street. <laughs> that little bridge. He got a bigger bridge. You're going to need a bigger bridge. <laughs> the Dr. Oh, Dave Geller Bridge. In fact, I'm going to go bridge is nice. <laughs> right now, and I'm going to go put it up there. Not tell anybody, of course. But. Bureau and Dana. Dude, he was amazing. Look at his biography. Oh, he's, he's big. oh man. Oh, I, I, wow. I didn't know. I feel. Didn't see this one coming. I thought they were going to name maybe name, they're, they're name the snake path after you, right behind him with a little high school. Uh, the snake path. <laughs> Wait, the what? <laughs> there was this path, and you could, there was a path that went from the high school down to, to make, was it Main Street, Minot Avenue? Um, mine it that hashtag was, mine it's back that was min, Dan says Minot um, there's this winding path that you would walk down from school up school right but there's a lot of strange happenings going on in that path like if you, you had to be mature enough to be on that path guys you're scaring me a little bit jeez uh, Dana you have a lot of paraphernalia around and we see in the camera we got a lot of sports we got a lot of music we got Bobby Orr flying through the air behind you oh yeah who were your sort of sports icons growing up I assume it was hockey players yeah, I mean, I think Bobby Orr changed hockey for a lot of kids in Massachusetts and elsewhere, you know, Maine, close enough, that was our team. So, always been a, a Bobby Orr fan for hockey. You know, baseball, probably a random one. A guy, you know, I always loved uh, was Pedro Martinez. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Just, what, just out of this world, right? Massive Tom Brady fan. Um, I figured as much. So were you, I mean, you had no, no hard time rooting for him this year when he's playing for Tampa. You're like, I'm in. I have a Tampa Bay t-shirt. I couldn't do it. I told you I couldn't do it. I couldn't get there. I was very bitter still, you know, but I, you know, I, I have, um, you know, I have season tickets for the past. So I saw yeah. a lot of good football games. Yeah. You, you certainly saw a lot of good football games. <laughs> yeah. Geller, I think you knew that, you know, totally random, but, one game I figured out as he did that Todd Reed, who should you should have on here, great guy, uh, his season tickets were right in front of ours. <laughs> guy from, from Auburn, Maine, like, yeah, they're just sitting there. Crazy 
you know, small world story. And uh, it's been good ever since because I always, every year we'd always have a, a Troy McLean and Paul Tierney, you know, it's like get, get guys together and go see one game together. Yeah, it's funny that that list doesn't include Dave Geller, but that's uh, <laughs> this emotional, emotional story of sixth grade. Anti-Semitism. Yeah, can't come to synagogue. I'm not bringing you the Pats game. Well, Rod Reed used to be the one that used to come down and uh, when I was in first grade and, and uh, when and I was going to do a little higher level math and he would come down and he would say, is David ready to come to math? And he would walk me down the hall to to uh, to do some little extra math with the with the older kids. That was my first Todd, up, Reed, up, my Todd Reed contact. So we, we hinted this a little bit, Dana. So, I mean, I, I, I have, have a favorite question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Just Please. I don't want to forget this. Did you watch 60 Minutes last night? Mm-hmm. You ever watch 60 Minutes, Dave? I was watching Shock Tank, uh, my DVR. Shock Tank. Yeah. <laughs> Prince was on. Well, no. Was- yeah, that was something I had written down, like on my Alicia Prince. But <laughs> Dan, back to you. So Dana was on the on the on the infamous um, Cessna you- flight from. Um- Near <laughs> Lewiston Auburn Airport to, to the Prince concert. To you weren't actually the plane. Oh, I and I felt bad. You know, you made me think of it because I. You're right. I never pulled you into a Pats game, but you never. <laughs> you got the Cessna for the Prince concert for the date oh with Jen. God, it was all was, over from there. I, I mean, that was like, oh my God, I'm gonna go see Prince on a plane. And then the <laughs> then the seats were phenomenal. I mean, it was just like. I can touch prints, that sort of thing. So uh, that, was, that was awesome, David. I, I I love you for that. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, that's, that was fun. If nothing else. That, no, assessment. that's fun. That, that was a, that, that's a, if, if, that's that's one for the for the database right there. That's great. So we have I have this image of David in high school, which is impo- it's impossible. Like it, it's all myth based on these little things I pick up from from you and from Sasano and from Jen. And all these like so like were were you was, were you the catalyst? for his ridiculous behavior or was he just like off and like intersecting with you and like you were just two crazy guys orbiting together like he like what was it like like what was dave like was he this like little jewish kid that became absolutely crazy when he was 15 because he started hanging out with other kids like what what happened you know i think his persona is very consistent to who he was in in high school so um i applaud him for that and it makes him i'm sure a very good pediatrician he's a pretty good pediatrician i'll give him that So um, we just had a good time. Now, I think in high school, I probably didn't qualify for a lot of his classes. So we didn't have a lot of classes together. We didn't. We didn't. I qualified, though. I qualified. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we just, we kind of clicked, always sort of clicked outside of classrooms. It didn't matter. We were still close. But he was the first kid I met in seventh grade. I remember distinctly you, I remember Marcy, Marcy Boussier. Yeah. Um, I remember that row in, in, I think it was Mr. Williams class or something like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It was, yeah. And, and, you know, that was sort of like, we had a lot in common. No one liked us. So we became friends. That's <laughs> so, funny. That's funny. You know, cause it, it's always, it's like perspective, you know, and, and like we all were very, I think, blind to differences in, in certain ways. So a lot, like a lot of us, like just, we just were friends because you were friends and that it wasn't always the case, especially going up in Maine um, when you, as you hit middle school. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that in the basement, Mr. Williams. So I was just, I was just sharing with someone on Facebook. They were, um, 
uh, Daisy has been on the pod about our a time capsule that Mr. Williams had at the beginning of the year. The first week of school, we made a time capsule. And we put it, we put stuff in a time capsule, newspaper clippings and and other things. And we're going to open at the end of the year. We're going to open it up, right? And like, whoa, what, what happened over the past year? And I remember going to the closet, you opening up that door and, and opening up your bag and say, hey, there's my tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> you put in nine months before this has come up on the pod before i remember it but he's oh the guy this gosh. is the guy this is the tuna fish sandwich guy um the uh yeah no i mean the thing dan is when when you went to seventh grade it was where you all came from different schools up yep. until sixth grade so i i was always in this segregated school called Sherwood heights you know great great place new auburn good, hashtag new auburn new auburn LA East, whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's so, so it was a, sort of that melting pot point where you start to meet different kids and it's, in, it's intimidating, you know, simple as that. I felt intimidated. I think I felt intimidated too. I mean, thinking back, I mean, one of my favorite movies um, that Dan knows is Dazed and Confused. And um, that's more based in high school, but if you, you really think back, especially, I don't want to magnify what we went through, but those, those, Eight seventies, eighties, and those were some interesting times. And, and it was a melting pot, and it was a lot of different people, a lot of different perspectives, and a lot of, um, you know, knowledge or lack of knowledge about others. You know, it was very interesting times. It could be tough, it could be rough, and in uh, Central School kind of would epitomize that, like personified that. It was this old, right, this old brick structure with catacombs and and Boiler you know rooms. it was yeah boy, it was a lot of stuff. It just was it just was that was, it was like it was like old old school days, and there was a lot of. Um, there's a lot of stuff, you know, and it, it could be very intimidating, especially for someone like me, you know, and uh, um, I mean, a lot of crazy stories and thoughts flood through my mind. But, you know, people like you and, you know, friendships made it really, um, you know, uh, really bearable. I was just thinking back as, as talking to Jen, as, I don't know if you remember at that school, we had the blacktop outside, right, where we all hung out and, and played four squares. And I don't know who it was that invented the Dodge Frisbee game, which was basically three people people on each end with, with those heavy whammo frisbees, like six of them. And, and there was like 50 of us in the middle and people were just whipping frisbees at each other, you know, from like, you know, 50 feet apart and people diving and getting hit in the head and lacerations. On the blacktop. Blacktop, it was nice. crazy. <laughs> but we used to have to, remember this for gym class? We used to have to walk down. We was on this cliff and the, the field for exercise was like a mile down below near the train tracks. We had to walk down front of the school across you know, the road down this path, which took like seven minutes to get to this, this, this field, which we had to walk on the train tracks. It was just crazy. You know, and just, that, that was, and that, and that was Mr. Warren, right? Gym class. Well, look, you know, bluntly, I was bullied. I remember seventh grade distinctly uh, bullied pretty severely by today's standards. Yep. Right. You know, yep. and, and it was, it kind of is what it is. You had to, take care of yourself back then. Right. Uh, I grew up in new Auburn. I had some friends who, who watched out for me. I, I remember distinctly getting on when well, we had to go to West. We had to go to what's What was that school? West? Oh, uh, we went to Walton. Oh, you mean, oh, oh the, middle, the, the middle school. Remember? Oh, in eighth grade. We oh, went, we went, oh, we went to um, Webster. Yeah. Well, oh, I yeah. That was a big Boston. change. And I remember the first day of school, I got on a bus in New Auburn near my house and some kids I didn't recognize started picking on me. And then Patrick Legee got up and said, look, guys, 
This is Dana Bureau. He's been, you know, one of my best friends for life. Do not even think of touching him. Hmm. You know, like, and, and it was just like, after that, it's like, all good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Remember Pat? I mean, he, no, I do. Know, I remember Pat. I remember all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, they, said, were I, some t- they were tough kids. I mean, over I mean, you are, you know, it's just yeah. sort of like, there's a lot of work boots and jeans and jean jackets. And, and yeah. I, now you're saying that's so interesting. Cause I, I was hesitating to say, I mean, I mean, I lived that daily. Didn't think that everybody lived that. I mean, like free, you befriending oh. me you know, made me feel safe, you know? And, um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff that happened happened on those. You know, I always remember that. Patrick and I are still in touch. I mean, he's still there, right? You touch with Facebook. Yeah, touch a lot. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those guys, all great guys. You know, all great guys. And a good. I mean, I loved growing up there. I mean, we we played football, tackle football every day, and then when we weren't playing tackle football, we played street hockey, and you know, every other day there was a fight. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember playing hunker ball? Do you remember hunker ball? <laughs> We probably, I mean, I might no, that was, that's when I first, we played soccer together. It was the first, so it was seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade was the first feeder soccer teams in Maine, Auburn, right? There wasn't any, any youth teams before that time. And then more coach one was, was part of that group. And your, was he your cousin or something, uncle that was like the coach of our soccer team? Oh, um, friend. yeah. Mark DuPont coach. <laughs> and that's we would, right. we'd practice. And then the practices, basically like like deteriorate into this all out you could like rugby tackle all hands allowed yeah. bloodied soccer game called hunker ball and yep. it was like rollerball on the on the grass i remember going to practice and my mom's like what are you doing i'd be strapping on shin pads and putting on <laughs> i put like a helmet i brought like i put like four sweatshirts on I'm like we're playing hunker ball she's like what are you talking about these guys from new auburn and i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> no, we used to, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I try to explain this to my kids where the self-policing aspect of it, right? We took care of everything ourselves, mm. you know, and, and it wasn't sort of like running off to get support from our parents and expecting them to fix it. But there were a lot of like fist fights back then, you know, yeah, and, not, and no longer. the next I mean, day no it was longer. like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Say I had a fist fight with Geller, which never happened, right? Thank, thank but goodness. It's just like, yeah, we're on the same teams now. So, you know, you forgive me, forget. It was just sort of like old, old Auburn, like a old Auburn, new I mean, Auburn. I mean, Dan grew up in Belmont, Mass, right? A little different, different stuff there. But different. I remember, <laughs> I remember in high school, right? Like you, when you left, when you left high school, especially in ninth grade, at least for me, like you didn't walk down those stairs to the parking lot because it was a gauntlet of who know who knew what what would happen to you. You know, he has a freshman walking through there, right? And I remember watching fights on a bus at Walton, like in ninth grade, oh. happening outside, and, like, and just like cowering behind my seat, saying, "Please don't let it come on the." us some 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 big stuff there yeah, well you guys emerged from this back from hard scrabble background pretty successful hot scrabble road do you get back up to auburn a little bit there dana or not so much uh not not as much as i should because my parents are still there um but i i go as far as sebago lake <laughs> so keep going next time um are you familiar with the auburn mall i am Hell yeah. Any, any fond memories of the Auburn Mall? Sure. The Dream Machine was the arcade we used to hang out with Friday nights. Always. Uh, and then I remember before sports, especially ice hockey, because we played night games with a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
we'd go to the Auburn mall and just play video games for, after school for about an hour. That was always like the team would. Well, I got good news for you both. It's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. Uh, Auburn Mall is currently, currently the, the mass vaccinations in Andersonkin County, vaccinating 1,000 people per day. That's great. Nice job, everybody. I have a game for you both. This is a game, all right? The game is going to be called, I'm, I'm going to name four stores. You can tell me which one is not currently in the Auburn Mall. Not in the Auburn Mall? Like yep. So three of these are in the Auburn Mall and one is not. There's three sets, okay? Set number one. You, ready? you with me, Dana? All right. Four stores, Claire's, Orange Circuit Fitness, Four Eyes, or the Main National Guard. <laughs> Which one is not at the Auburn Mall? Claire's, Orange, Orange Circuit Fitness, Four Eyes, or the Main National Guard? Dave, what do you think? I'm going to go with the Main National Guard. Dave says the Main National Guard. Dana, what do you think? I had Orange whatever. You're both orange. wrong. No. There is a Claire's, there is a main National Guard recruiting station, and there yeah, is an orange circuit. There's no four eyes. Just really? kidding, everybody. All right. Nice. Hey. Game number two. Someone's going to win. Uh, which of these four is not at the Auburn Mall right now? Maurice's, Land's End, Bath and Body Works, or Christopher and Banks? Maurice's, Land's End, Bath and Body Works, Christopher and Banks. Dana, which one is not at the Auburn Mall right now? <laughs> Only one of them isn't. No, I'm gonna say I agree to like none of, them of those, are, none of those belong in Auburn Mall. Yeah, I was no, to say, like, time to change, are. boys. Time to change. Which one is not, Dana? What was the second one? Lands End. That's not in the Auburn Mall. I'm going. I'm going with you. No. Well, Christopher Banks isn't that a male's is it clothing store. I'm not giving you anything yeah. else other than names. I'm gonna go with Lands End too. Lands End is not. You're both correct. Lands End is not. That was easy. Last one. Tiebreaker. Rubber match. Here we go. Which of these four is not? In the Auburn Mall, number one, Family Time Dine and Play, Classic Amusements, Books a Million. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Name this store. Sanford Savings Bank. Which one is not? <laughs> Family Time Dine and Play, Classic Amusement, Books a Million, or Sanford Savings Bank? I'm going with Sanford Savings and Son. That's there. <laughs> wrong i would say it's one of the first two because those sound like the same genre of thing don't they you know? and and there's no way there can be two of those let alone one so one of those two i got some bad news for one of you books a million dave geller wins oh. there's no sanford savings bank in the Auburn Mall, Dave, or anywhere, you anywhere. Win. Oh, okay. you're, also, you're probably also up there more than Dana, so you might have. I was thinking more weight savings. I was going to say, first of all, there's going to be no Sanford. You made that up. There's no Sanford, Sanford Savings Bank in okay. Sanford, Maine. There's a Sanford Savings Bank. There is. I see all the time I'm driving through. No offense to Sanford. It's a hundred percent a service. Hey, Sanford is your for savings. Dana, where's the, where's the where's the first restaurant you went on a date with someone in in <laughs> Lewiston, Auburn area? Not new tomatoes. No tomatoes. First restaurant they took someone on a date. Ground round. It wasn't there when we were there, unless it was a late date. Jesus, I don't know. Orlando's. Maybe Sam's. Are you? Oh wait, no, no. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, I... Sorry. David's lost a day and has never had before. Sam's Italian. The the other one. That comes to mind is George's Pizza across the street from the Auburn. Yeah. 
good pizza. What is good. so funny about Sam's? Day? No, because Dana's great. That that again, that just kind of you know clarifies. I grew up in, in Maine. I mean, Sam's was like the sub shop. Um, great pizza, great subs. We'd all hang out there. But I can totally see what, taking what, someone. What could you eat there? Just a tuna fish. Just tuna fish. Oh, I got older. I was allowed to eat cheese pizza. Right? Oh, hey, yeah. you are, you are allowed to have hot dairy out of the house. But yeah, George, I remember going to George's, man, just, just like, especially with Mark Berg going and just, just playing that jukebox over and over again. But we were kind of, the pizza now, I mean, we were kind of source of some good pizza back there. There was some good stuff, some good food. And Sam's, Sam's is, to me, if you were to, here's a question, Sam's, Amato's, like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite sub shop? Main sub shop. I always was partial to Gino's in New Auburn because they made the best <laughs> Italian sandwich. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it's a small little shop that's, right that's over that little good. bridge right over that little bridge right what i'm talking about to the right that place i think i was in there once and it might have been with you that place is all these little sub shops in maine you know they get your Auburn, you get your mario's you or you get your george's you get your gino's i um dan have you ever had a maine italian sandwich i have not what what, what, what is it from a from like Yellow. a, a, a Bring 128 this italian sandwich Bring this man an Italian sandwich. Whenever, like, I, I bring kids to Maine with my mm. kids, you know, every time I stop and I buy Amato's mm -hmm. and I, I make the kids eat an Italian sandwich, I cut them in half each other. Oh, man, I could eat like 500 tuna subs from um, Sam's, just the bread. My first tuna sub was, was at It's a Good Pizza. <laughs> it's a Good Pizza in Lewiston by like Lavertiers. I like the other names <laughs> better than that name. That name is not very creative. Lavertier. Yeah. Lavertiers. Lavertiers. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I, I actually bought the bread in Maine for an Italian sandwich and I brought it to my favorite deli in Arlington because I got to know the guys there. And they were like, what the hell is this spread? This is useless. You know, it's like, yeah, it's very distinctive. Um, have you ever Googled, Googled the main Italian sandwich? No. Check out the YouTube videos. They're classic. They're funny. No, YouTube I'm, I'm sorry, other than the bread, like what's the difference? Oh, the oil. Oh, the... <laughs> you know, you got to go try you know? it. You, you eat that stuff. I eat tuna. <laughs> okay, so it's an Italian sub. Tuna is gross wherever you have it. Sorry. It's, it's one piece of ham, one piece of cheese with vegetables smothered in oil and some flimsy bread that can't handle, you know, the interior All that weight and density. Okay. Yeah. But, but there's no meat on it. It's one slice, one layer. <laughs> How dare you call it an Italian sub? It's, it's like a boiled ham. You know, it's that does not sound very good, Dana. That's right. But you have to. Try. <laughs> You're right. Tell her, we have to have it. Tell her, you got to bring this man an Amato's <laughs> Italian. Um, what, what, what's your favorite uh, Metro West eatery out by you in Holliston? Where do you like to go when, when, you know, assuming you like to have restaurant dining or local cuisine? My wife's from California, right? And yep. we love Mexican. Yep. So we'll seek out Mexican, you know, and overindulge. So you're going to like, you're going to like Framingham, you're going to Bellingham, where are you finding that food? Yeah. Uh, Framingham. We like Acapulco's, which is a chain. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. The colorful yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah, in, in since the kids were young, you That's know, in Sudbury, right? In Sudbury, well, there's one in Sudbury, there's yeah. one in um, like I want to say Dedham, there's one sure. in Milford, there's there was one in Framingham, you yeah. know. So I'd say that's the go to for the family just because the food's consistent and you know, it's, it's a good place. So your wife's like, Yeah, not so much with the Italian sub. We don't eat that stuff anymore. She was, she's always she's like, Yeah, yeah, no, we're putting a hard, a hard stop on that. I, I don't eat bread anymore anyway. 
I'll what do you mean? Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I don't eat bread. Was that like because of CrossFit or because like you think gluten's poison? Like, what are you doing? It's primarily because, it, you know, it, I weigh 155 pounds and I wouldn't if I ate bread. If you ate bread, you weigh 160 pounds. It'd be a big problem for do you, you. Do you avoid all like all bread products? Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll not go that far. Are you like I, low carb, I don't like no pasta or just like no bread? What are we doing? Um, I very rarely eat pasta. I learned to like gluten-free. Really? So you're like, are you ketoing it? Yep. Are you paleoing? What are you doing? You keep kosher. <laughs> yes. <with> the Italian <laughs> stuff. It's keeping kosher too. What are you talking about? I would say I'm more on, you know, lately the paleo spectrum. Sure. But not religiously. I'll splurge. Feels a little bit spiritual do you, for you. Do you do you still imbibe in an amber colored liquid? Yes, I like beer. I just want to say it, and that's actually where I just you know that's yeah. That was actually that was where I had my first beer. Was one of those infamous parties in your garage? Oh, All right, so that's. I think it's probably come a long two. way since then with the with the choices. I, guys, I, I got to jump. It's one oh five. Okay. All right. Can we do Good. episode two? See what the reception is, and we'll do episodes. <laughs> All right, this is good. <laughs> it, it is like, well, Dan's got to go. Dan's got to go. We've learned a lot today. I've learned a lot today. This go. has been really. I've learned a lot about New Auburn. I've learned a lot about uh, the snake path behind the high school, which we shouldn't go down, and things you shouldn't do when you're an adolescent in, in, in the Twin Cities of Lewiston, Auburn. We've learned there's a main National Guard kiosk at the Auburn Mall, which is very exciting. And we talked about Dana's teaching career, which is very exciting. Dave, what did you learn? I just learned how great it is to reconnect. Um, well, although we have connected before, but just to see a good friend and just talk about old times and new times. You know, it's, it's I never we never mind um, going back and talking about the past. And it's just really great to stay connected. And it's, it's a tribute to friends like Dana, you know, that we're just still strong friends. And this is, is really great. So thank you for your time. Amen. Gentlemen, this has been great. I'd love to come back. We'll do it again. We're going to have 100%. you back, Dana. We, we only scratch the surface of this lore and mythology. Thank you for your time, guys. <laughs> and uh, right. we'll see everybody next time for episode 53. Bye, everyone. See you, guys. Well, many thanks to our good friend, Dana Bureau, for coming on the pod day. That was really exciting. That was great to have mom. What was your favorite part? Um... A lot of just kind of talking about the past and talking about a little bit of soccer and middle school and she had experiences and just really being able to spend some time with him. You had a good time. It was, I, 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 look, feel, I feel how happy you are. I, I had some good laughs and I look forward to, to doing it again. Part what two. are you happy about this week? Besides Dana Bureau's podcast, what are you excited about? Um, I'm just looking forward to a good week. You know, work's been good still. I keep going back to that. Family's been good. I had a weekend off last weekend, which was nice, and I have next weekend off for the most Ooh, part. Hey, so easy. just um, getting stuff done, uh, creating some new things, and working on some new projects. You're going to buy Bowling Alley in Maine? You know, thanks for reminding <laughs> me because I, I, already, <laughs> I already forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm going to reach out. Is it really $125,000? It's got to be the business, not not for the... Uh, and all this stuff. I'll forward the article, my friend. That... Mr. Couture. That... Dave's in. Couture. He's, he's, he's going to check up there tomorrow. Um, what else happened recently the past week? Uh, I don't know. We got Brandeis. We got, we got the start of, of baseball and softball for the kids. Of course, we're managing everything. That's exciting. We got vacation coming up. We got um, uh, what else? Israel, some some attack of the Iranian new, nuclear Ooh. infrastructure in Natanz. I'm very excited about that. Good job, everybody, with that subterfuge and sabotage, and uh, and a nice day on Saturday. Perfect spring day. Did you enjoy yourself outside? 
had a little time outside. We had a little um, uh, water sponge fight with Madison. That was fun. Um, okay. Water was cold. Okay. How are the dogs? Dogs were great. I'm great. walking three at a time now in the morning. Uh, get my three bags, my three leashes, and yeah. my one mask, and getting out there and just hoping that no one sees a bunny rabbit, wraps me up, and drags me away. Because when those, when those dogs, at least one of the dogs, she, <laughs> yeah, she's someone, she, they want to chase something. Uh, Dave, I did finish Diesel. So good. I just started it. Oh my gosh, yesterday. so good. I mean, again, season one's okay, season two is good, season three is spectacular. That's great. Keep rolling with it. To Please that. do. Giving everyone a recommendation for that series. Uh, still walking my way through Longmire about the sheriff of Wyoming. Pretty good show, pretty consistently good. School committee this week, first time in two weeks. Uh, graduation date's been set for Bedford, Friday night, June whatever, on the turf. That's Outside exciting. on the turf, and, and it won't uh, be 9,000 degrees this no, time. No, it will not be. We're exciting. And, you know, whatever, man. Life goes on. But good to see you every Monday now. This is going to be a thing. We're going to start I'm pounding out these pods. And thanks. we got to change the ending because our new producer, Julie, has left. Julie Manugian on to, I think, CBS TV in Bedford uh, in Boston. Our good friend Terry is now our producer, so we'll do that uh, do that outro again, crediting Terry at some to- at some point soon. So we like Terry. We like Terry. Terry's great. We love Lex Media. Thank you so much. I saw the Patriots Day coverage last week on their Instagram page. Good job. That's exciting for the virtual parade this year, Dave. So uh, shout out Lexington and the uh, Patriots Day coming up. I know it's a big holiday that we're missing out on again. It's gonna be a good day, either way. I got a feeling. I got a good feeling. Ooh, ooh. All right, guys. Thanks so much for sticking with us this week. We'll see you again next time. Have a great one. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskel and Dave Geller and produced by Julie Manugian at Lex Media in Lexington, Massachusetts. Our theme music is written by Joey Freeman. Joey's work can be found on SoundCloud and Spotify. See you next time.